Josh, do you want to part quench your little throat with some of my Synergy Trilogy kombucha? First and foremost, my throat is quite large. Let's not say do that I have a little... Do you want to quench your little throat? Uh, um, I do not. I don't like kombucha at what? all. I don't like kombucha at all. You of all people seem like little kombucha boy. Rude. Inc- incredibly rude. <laughs> you do, though. If anything, I seem like Soylent boy. <laughs> <laughs> is Soylent real? It is. It's people. Uh, yeah, well, that's the joke. <laughs> okay, wait. So they, so there's a, there's famously, and I don't know the name of it, an old show? It's a movie called Soylent Green. <laughs> Great. There's famously <laughs> an old movie called Soylent Green, where the whole thing is Soylent Green is people. Yes. Right? Like it's yeah. made of people? Yes. But then a company heard that, and they're like, okay, okay, hear us out, though. <laughs> Yes. What if we name our drink the same? Yeah, r- yeah, actually. And that's, market it only to tech bros. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Also, like, maybe the only point of human existence uh, in on this earth is enjoying food. <laughs> oh, agreed. And so, like, let me have this pasty liquid that will supplement all of my nu- nutrients that I need in the day. Beep, boop, beep, boop. That's me at my computer because I'm a fucking nerd. I like to, ooh, I like to be productive. Whoa, I don't have time for food. I don't have time to talk to other people. All I have time for is starting this actually really sick tech company. Where I take money from homeless people and give it to other people. Sometimes rich people need money too. Hear me out. What if we have a ping pong table we don't use? <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere, (laughs) maybe mean podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to bring you the earnest news of the day. Of the day. Josh, we have a very exciting topic today. This week's topic is jeans and jeans. We're going to be talking about DNA. We're going to be talking about denim. We're going to be talking about Your everything jeans. Your friend named Jean. Yeah, anything Jean. Yeah. This is a really relevant one. Sure. Because we're both wearing denim right now. We are. We are both wearing jeans. <laughs> Odds are I'm probably wearing jeans. Though that hasn't always been the case. Uh, I didn't, go on. <laughs> I didn't wear... Josh, go on. <laughs> this week... I'm being earnest. <laughs> this week on Serial. Plunk, 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 Call plunk. from Adnan. <laughs> we just have him call and weigh in. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when Serial Mania swept the country? Yeah, is this fun that we're talking about podcasts on a podcast? Look, it's relevant. If you're listening to our podcast, chances are you know about podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't wear denim jeans until I was in high school. Why? I guess I wore them maybe when I was a little kid when my parents dressed me. God, were you just wearing cargo pants? I was wearing cargo pants. No! No! Help! Yeah, I was wearing cargo pants because I thought I just liked them more. I kind of like wanted to be a skater, but in the way that like without having to, to, uh, you know, skate or hurt myself. Sure. But I wanted that vibe. I wore Vans. I wore cargo pants. They were relatively baggy. Now, now, newer listeners, maybe you don't know. And so we'll have to post the picture again. But Josh was tiny Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. He wore little flame shirts. 
<laughs> he spiked up his little hair. Uh-huh. He was little Guy Fieri. Yeah. Um, so, tiny Guy Fieri, please, 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 please tell me what you were keeping in those cargo pants. Um, not much. I guess <laughs> uh, my tech decks, <laughs> you know, the tiny little fingerboards that you could Ooh, go okay, there so like that was your skateboarding? <laughs> yeah, that was my skateboarding was, I pretended to do tricks You're on like, mini versions. People say I'm actually kind of like the Tony Hawk of tech decks. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> tech uh, deck pro skater too. <laughs> Oh, there has to be a game. There has to be a video game. Oh, there's got to be. There's Why some kind of. Why are they called tech techs? Driving around Be- a computer? Beats me. So, yeah. yeah, but I was wearing those. I was wearing uh, the cargo pants that zip into shorts for a lot of the summers. Yeah, that, makes, that holds up. I was wearing just a lot of a lot of khaki, a lot of olive, a lot of drab kind of, you know, uh, kind of non-jean materials. Sure. And then I got to high school and I was like. Huh. Maybe I don't wear cargo pants. <laughs> Maybe I do want a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I do think uh how you dress in middle school is the most pure v- version of yourself. <laughs> sure. Like I think that no matter what you do, Josh, you're always gonna be a little bit of tiny guy fieri wearing cargo pants and zip off. Sure. And I guess on the other hand, you're always going to be a little bit of Harry Potter girl. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I will. Um, do you have a preferred brand of jeans? Do you have a preferred? What's your history with jeans? <laughs> Buckle up. Um, I mean, whatever's on sale, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Oh, picky. so you, you're not like you'll just walk into a store and give me like. I need some of your finest jeans, gentlemen. Yeah, clip, clip, here's the jeans. You know, if I find a size that, or if I find a uh, place that I'm the smallest possible size in. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. Like the jeans run so big there that it's like I'm size double zero somehow. Well, guess what? That just became my go-to brand of jeans. Interesting. I don't give a crap if that rips right away. Oh, interesting. (laughs) I'll pay $1,000 more for those jeans. Oh, wow. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean... I don't, I guess I don't wear jeans so much. Really? Yeah. I mean, what's your preferred pant then? <sighs> God. You know, we're kind of recording this as we breeze into the autumnal season. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember a life before shorts. <laughs> <laughs> You've locked your mind of anything that's not shorts. I wear a lot of like black jeans to work. Got it. And we all those pretend are like still jeans. Yeah, we just have to all pretend that those are work appropriate pants. Yes, and those are a very specific kind of jean. Mm-hmm. Black jeans feel like they are, like you said, the formal jeans. Yes. They're the formal jeans or the punk jeans. Yes, that's true. And as improviser, we I, I, as an improvising woman, legally, I have to wear black jeans and plaid shirts all the time. As an improvising man, I have to do I have to wear dark wash but not black jeans <laughs> yeah. that are cuffed. Yep. And then a flannel shirt. Yes, 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 yes. And we don't make the rules. We don't make the rules. We just have to follow them. We for- simply follow <laughs> them. <laughs> um I will say. So you just you're just willing so you're just willy-nilly buying jeans based on Yeah, and I realize that's a real man again energy. Yeah, versus like it's taken me years years to find the right jeans for my body okay um go on (laughs) so uh let's get into the other jeans for a second here too genetics let's put on let's take off our jeans hat and put on our Our jeans jeans hat hat. (laughs) i don't fit in most men's jeans why 
I have large thighs. Okay. Um, let's pretend that's because I'm very muscular. Okay. Um, Josh is Josh cannot wear shirts because he just rips them with his muscles. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's I very expensive. Yeah, it's honestly, but it's the looks I get. <laughs> Just on the train. Yeah, single-use shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be very careful. Um, no, but I have, like, larger quads, smaller calves. So it's really hard to find jeans that have the right kind of slim but not skinny fit that are large enough for my thighs but small enough to taper mm-hmm. down into my ankles because that's just how the Linden family is built. I actually, to me, my favorite thing about fashion designers is that they're like, no, body is this way. End of story. Yeah, right, exactly. And that there's certain brands where they just cannot possibly fathom that you do not look like a person that they designed this for. Yeah. And you just cannot wear that brand. You just really can't wear the brand. You cannot, you cannot, or unless it's like a weird, you know, one-off of them. Yeah. Um. So what, what brand of jeans do you, what kind of brand jeans energy you bring in? Uniqlo jeans. Mm. Uniqlo, that Japanese fit. Uh, just a little bit of stretch. Mm-hmm. There's like 3% stretch yep. so I can move around in them, but they tailor them for me um, just to my 30 length, 30 inch length <laughs> legs. That's what I do like about men's pants, at least, is you get the measurements of like, this is how wide my waist is and yeah. this is how long my legs are. And at least that's going to be constant. Yeah. We'll figure out what God the- bless that. <laughs> Women do not have that at all. It's like, yeah. what size are you? Sometimes it's by the way. Sometimes it's by a different number. Sometimes it's just kind of like mm, letters. I don't know. Yeah, right, exactly. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. This one's a K. <laughs> <laughs> this one's just an emoji of a unicorn. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I, that? I just found these jeans. They're so, they're, Good looking jeans that are relatively cheap. I'm wearing them right now. Um, Confirmed good looking jeans. Relatively cheap. (laughs) And uh, I've just latched on for dear life. Yeah. I have some friends that swear by Levi's. Mm -hmm. um, But the numbers have never made sense to me on Levi's. There's like the 511 and the 513. Never forget. Oh, God. One thing I I do love Uniqlo. And like, um, I think Uniqlo is ubiquitous enough. Where people know it. Yeah, if you don't, but if you don't, it's a Japanese brand. It's kind of yes. like H&M, but the stuff lasts longer stuff and it is, fits better. But it's also created for a society that we do not live in. Sure. Like all the clothes at Uniqlo are like very well made, very beautiful, but very simple. Yes. Like this, they do not change. Like if you buy like a button down, like silk shirt, like they're, they kind of do a lot of like kind of silky shirts. Silk? You, well, I don't know. <laughs> Silkish. Sure. Um, you can for an intimate button down <laughs> evening. <laughs> you are buying that, and next year you can go in and buy the exact same shirt. Like mm-hmm. there is no. It is for a society that Uniqlo wishes we lived in. Yeah, a <laughs> like uniform a, Uniqlo. A uniform Uniqlo where maybe we wear fun colors, but simple lines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, in the movies about the future, they're always wearing, like, very... Oh, no, it looks like the place that the entire, <laughs> like, uh, the entire cast of the movie Her with Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix shops exclusively at Uniqlo. It's high-waisted pants, sometimes with plaid, but mostly clean colors, clean lines, and a modern fit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, you could fall in love with your robot AI in these jeans. <laughs> and I will. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Paula, I will say, for someone who proclaims to not wear jeans all that often, you do have a very strong overall game. Josh, that is so kind of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, I love overalls. Mm -hmm. I love overalls. Um, I don't know why. I've always loved overalls. I think I like the childlike whimsy it brings to an outfit. (laughs) (laughs) And the the possibility that you could go do a hard day's work. (laughs) I think that it provides you a lot of room to move around. And I also like having a pocket similar to a kangaroo. Got it. Like, I like having a pocket right at the top. Like a marsupial pouch? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so that's kind of my favorite. I love a denim variation. Okay. So a jean jacket. Got it. Denim just, skirt. So you just like non non blue jean and denim I, product. And I like blue jeans. Sure. I like a pair of blue jeans. But uh, yeah, I think denim should be used for everything. I, should be, I think we should sleep on denim. I think we should sleep in beds made of denim. That seems, have you ever sweat in denim? That seems so uncomfortable. I don't sweat. I'm a woman. That's fair. You, you, you shine. I shine. <laughs> you glow. <laughs> no, I don't do any physical activity. <laughs> that actually um, sucks. I completely forgot about this until this one moment. But one time I went to the karaoke bar Louis okay. here in Chicago okay. and was meeting up with some friends and I walked into this bar and everyone was in overalls. What? Literally the entire, it was like 6 or 7 p.m. because we were meeting up early to beat the crowd. And there was a bunch of people in this bar in overalls, like 35 people in overalls. Was it an overall party? What was I, it overall a good time? Hey! Uh, <laughs> it was, um, you're close. It uh, turned out to be an overall bar crawl is what they were doing. Okay. You know, I love that we live in a day and age where you can just slap something on and now it's a theme bar. Yeah, exactly. Um, And everyone was incredibly tall um, and pretty muscular. And I felt I'm (laughs) 5'9". And like, you're like, oh, he's surprisingly fit. Like, but very much a dad bod. Um, And there were these guys were like 6'6", toned. Not wearing shirts, but wearing I'm overalls. Just gonna say, oh, I can. I will bet you a thousand dollars they were not wearing shirts. On yeah, they were not dogs. wearing shirts. And um, all of my friends were like, "What is happening?" And I'm okay with this. <laughs> um, and it, yeah, it turned out that they were all like former Loyola volleyball players who it was one of them was getting married, and they turned into like a birthday slash bar call. Anyway, the point of this story is, I have not worn overalls as an adult because I just can only imagine myself in overalls next to those people (laughs) and how dumpy I would look (laughs) in that scenario. Overalls are a fine line because I do think like, um, I do think that sometimes you just have to lean into sometimes you look like uh, old McDonald cosplay. (laughs) (laughs) Farmers only. Farmers (laughs) only, honey. The other thing that I think this makes me think of is um, I'm 5'9". Sure. I did very well for my genetics <laughs> here. My dad is, uh, I think he's like five, seven, five, six. Okay. My mom's like five, five. Okay. Five, 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 So four. you're a giant. So yeah, my brother and I are both about five, nine. Are you and your brother the same height? Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. I might be like half an inch taller than him, but he okay. also has poofier hair. So like it all comes out in the wash. Yeah. Um, and so, and my grandmother and my aunt are five feet on a good day. Oof. But it's just funny to be like 5'9", which is like 
normal height, but in the Midwest, not at all. No, not no, at no. all. Everyone's corn fed and tall yes. and like six feet minimum. Yes. I was one of the shortest girls in my high school class and I'm five, six and a half. Oof. And I was like on, on the much shorter side. Wow. I wasn't the shortest, but I was definitely like in the back half. How tall are you versus your parents? My mom is 5'4". Okay. And my dad is like 6'2", six 6'3". Six wow. So I'm right in between. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that seems to be like, like if you were an early scientist, be like, that's how it works. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, in the middle. She's in the middle. It's <laughs> half of each. You got to add. You got to subtract. <laughs> <laughs> um, the weird thing, though, is that um, my brother and my dad are built in the same way, that <laughs> they are mostly torso up. Okay. They have shorter legs. Okay. I had no <laughs> idea what you meant. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. They just have shorter legs in relation to their their uh, torso. Okay. Which means that both my brother and my dad look like they're 6'2 or 6'4 when they're sitting down. Okay. <laughs> but then they stand up and it's like, <laughs> and they're a little bit taller than that. Like my mom, when she first, my parents met in college. When my mom first saw my dad, they were taking a class together and she Aww. was like, oh, he's cute. And she was sitting down taking notes and then he stood up and she was like, oh, and now they're married. <laughs> and my brother sometimes has like, he can't be in a car for a very long time. Um, it can hurt sometimes because he's like, has to hunch a little bit if he's in the back seat because the ceiling is like right near his head, but he's like five nine. Huh. Totally weird. Totally weird. Josh, what uh can you wear blue jeans in your office? We're really swirling back and forth between the well, jeans, it's and jeans, jeans and jeans. Here. Buckle up, baby. Uh can you wear jeans in your office? Um wearing jeans in my office is probably dressing up. Really? Yeah, I work in a tech company. Like Okay, you me can, too, but you show up in like I sh- can show up in shorts, a t shirt, and Birkenstocks. And they would say, Get the hell out, this is a workplace. <laughs> no, they'd you be You can like- show up in anything you want. <laughs> no, and they'd be like, Oh yeah, a normal day. Do you wear that to work? I have worn it to work. I usually try Dress to Just for the job you want, not the job you have. <laughs> <laughs> I usually wear a collared shirt way more than most people in my office do because I'm on the business side yeah. of everything. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, you could, everyone wears jeans. If you're not wearing jeans, it's like, Oh, someone dressed up today <laughs> and it's not jeans. And it's not like the equivalent of like, you know, hiking tactical pants. Like it's, I'm worried I would take an office like that too far. Really? Like I'd be the one being like, yeah, I mean, I got these sweatpants freshman year of college, but I think they still look pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, you can't show up in sweatpants. You can show up in nice joggers. Like, if you showed up in, like, kind of an athletic, athleisure kind of day. I, think, I have a feeling I know someone who does that. I haven't at work, but at some point I might. <laughs> what about you, Paula? Can you wear jeans to the office? Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I don't know if anyone really, like, and people don't so often, but you can. Sure. Oh, so you couldn't do it like four days a week. Uh, I mean, you know, workplaces are kind of made up. That's how I feel about it. You know, that's kind of. It's like a weird social contract that everyone's made with each other where it's like. Yeah. We wear jeans today. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, women dress codes are so bizarre. Sure. Like so bizarre. And not to get on my feminist soapbox, but bring that soapbox over here. There are so many arbitrary rules for women. Mm-hmm. My old office, 
you could wear, uh, you know, like those shirts that show your shoulders, but they have like kind of the strap. So you're just seeing like a little bit of your shoulder. Sure. Acceptable. Uh-huh. Fully shoulder. Can't wear that. Like tank top kind of, even if it's nice blouse, you couldn't wear that. Well, like, no, no, no. Like, um, like, you know, like they're shoulderless shirts where you like see a girl's shoulders. Yes. Um, hottest part of a woman. And then there's like a version that has like a little strap in there. So you only see like a little cutout of the shoulder. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could wear the one that you saw the little cutout. But you couldn't wear like a... Just shoulderless shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so it's just like all these arbitrary rules. Hmm. And jeans, I think, especially get complicated. Because for guys, I mean, there are ripped jeans. But it's kind of like jeans, not jeans. Yeah. And for women, it's like, well, these ones have holes in them, but they're slightly less distressed than another version. And then these ones, the holes are really high up on your thigh, but then these other ones are like low down. And these ones, there's no holes, but they're super, super, super tight. Like, <laughs> it's just all, like, I have jeans for work, but they're like my work jeans. Mm, it's very, got uh, it. It's very weird. And you like, hey, anyone ever talk about being a woman is hard? <laughs> 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 Buckle up. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. It's just all made up, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. So let's hustle back over to DNA. Beep, 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 Paula, have you ever done a 23andMe or an no. Ancestry.com? No, but I desperately want to. And I've I've done, uh, I haven't gotten my blood checked, but I've done tracing my family back on Ancestry.com. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So but I... W- I there's a really good chance of me having a serial killer in the family and I don't want to throw him under the bus like that. You know what I mean? I don't want my gene- my genes in the... I'm sorry, what? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what a serial killer would say. I'm just kidding, Josh. <laughs> I did it literally today. <gasps> you got him back today? No, no, no. I, I spit today. Oh, well, <laughs> I wish I timed this better. Yeah, I know. What do you think you are? Um, <gasps> what if we're cousins? I guess we wouldn't, I would we be wouldn't surprised. find out. We wouldn't find out from this. Yeah. So what happened here is I did the I did the ancestry.com DNA kit. Mm-hmm. Um because A, I already have global entry. So the government already has all my <laughs> my vitals and, and everything. Anything they need they have, yeah. So I mean, what's one more company owning that? Uh and B, um, my friend Catherine had been was got shipped a DNA kit by accident by Amazon. And was like, anyone want this? And I was like, I want this on Instagram probably a year ago. And then we hung out for the first time in a long time because some friends were in town. And she was like, I have your DNA kit. And I was like, oh, right. I forgot that I requested that. Um, That's a good free thing because those are like, those are costs. Those are one of those things where you're like, I mean, I can get this and it's like a hundred bucks. But like, do I want to spend a hundred bucks on that right now? Right. And she didn't want to do it. And she got it for free as well. So it wasn't like I had yeah. to pay for everyone. It was free for everyone. Oh, amazing. So I spit the in the system. little tube <laughs> and uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm so excited to find out. Yeah, me too. I assume that I am going to be, I would imagine that I am mostly just Central and Eastern European because I am yeah. Ashkenazi Jewish mm-hmm. all the way down yeah. based on Both everything sides? I know. Both sides. Okay. Both sides. Yeah. It's like. All kind of like Russia, Poland area, and then like a quarter in the German area. Okay. My main thing um, is I want to figure out where Lyndon came from. Mm. If I can be earnest here for a second. Um, my great-grandfather moved to America from, I think it was Russia. It was like Russia, Poland, Ukraine, that kind of area, depending on who was controlling that area at any given time and any yeah. given day and any given hour. Um but we know that Lyndon was uh, 
we was changed to Linden in the old country. Oh, in the old country. Um, it's a very good last name. Thank you. I, you have a very good last name. Yeah, it's almost impossible to spell wrong. Yeah, yeah. It just, it's like a movie, it's like a movie last name. Oh, thank you. you know I will say Paula Skaggs is a very a memorable name. Thank you. Thank you? <laughs> yeah. No, in, in a good way. Thank in you. a good way. Um, so my grandfather would ask my great-grandfather, hey, what was the family name before it was changed to Linden? And my great-grandfather would get angry. <gasps> he would get so mad and be like, that's in the past. It doesn't matter anymore. We're in America now. It doesn't matter. So what? we have no idea what Linden was. So I have, we have, the family joke is that it was Romanov. And we're the czars, but I <laughs> don't doubt ask that. these questions. Yeah, and I can't stop bleeding every time I cut myself. <laughs> but and this mysterious guy keeps showing up trying to play tricks. <laughs> right, exactly. There's a guy named Rasputin. Ras- Rumpelstiltskin. Rasputin. Rasputin. Um, so I just want to. I don't know if it's going to be possible. I don't know if there's any. Um, like written records that even exist or anything like that. Yeah. But if it's anywhere, it's probably ancestry.com. For sure. And oh, fi- it's for sure trackable. Yeah. And figure out what my last name actually was. Yeah. That's so cool. Or if we're all uh, criminals or something yes. and we had to run away from what the law. What if it turns out that uh, it's just Linden? Like it's just like Linden with like two eyes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's like, Lindowitz. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, family, I love hearing people's family history. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think it's so interesting. It's so cool. Um, I mean, you and I are both history nerds. Yes, I would say so. And I think it is very earnestly, I think it's very cool to hear it from people because it makes history feel like a real thing. Sure. Because it's now not just like something you're arbitrarily like reading in a book, but it's like, oh, like you're descended from this famous thing like your ancestors went through this thing that we all know about yes you know and it's uh i really like it yeah um i think it's also kind of funny and good Mm -hmm. when families that have strong family histories of like we're swedish yeah and it comes or like we're irish yes or we're whatever and it comes back and it's like no you're like english yeah you're just like regular <laughs> you're you're whatever you're something else you're completely german yeah and it's like a whole thing <laughs> for the family because like i think it's important you know academically mm-hmm. i think it's important to think about like well family histories are whatever you want them to be right at any given time right um but at the same time like hell yeah melting pot <laughs> like yeah it's very like, cool it's different. and it's interesting how those oral traditions get uh brought down yeah, um, you think- are mostly Norse. Yes, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you oh, off. Oh no, 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 no! I was, I was just gonna say very fast. I, I am mostly Norse. We can get into that. But I, I do think one cool thing about the genetic, the DNA testing thing that's so big right now is I think that um, for a lot of people who are not Northern European, yes, um, it can be really hard to trace your family history. Yes, and unfortunately, like a lot of records are not available for horrible reasons, or they just are not translated. You know, I have friends who have, they're like, I know where I'm from, but like the records aren't translated or they're not scanned or things like that. And like, maybe that's one cool thing is like, it provides like a broader scope yes. in a way that is, and I don't know what, like I, I've never seen an actual gene report, but yeah. I think that's like one cool thing. Yeah. About it. And, and history in and of itself, the idea of history is unfortunately tied to written history mm-hmm. as opposed to oral history. Right. Um, to your point. So that like, I think it is great for people who are who are 
not Caucasian in many ways right. or like and uh, even just northern yeah. northern European it's yeah. like northern western European it's like kind of the limits of like what's on some of these sites yeah versus being able to create like a neural network yeah. of people who- and I think that like maybe as these and and again like I don't know this is just me talking on my ass I have not read a single article about this <laughs> sure but I think that that's one but cool Dr. Skaggs thing. Dr. Skaggs here GGG um I, I really, really, really love like tracing my ancestry. Like, I think it's really cool. I think it's really interesting. And I do it every Christmas when I'm home alone, <laughs> when I'm like home with my parents and I'm like, well, I'll just get a free month, sign up with a different email. Um, and I think that like, as these gene tests become a bigger and bigger deal and as people kind of like, we get like a wider breadth of people who are maybe getting interested in these things. I hope that creates pressure on these sites that like to get more information and yes. to make it more accessible and to you know, do the work of, of scanning and translating and doing those things. Yep. Totally agreed. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, mostly Norse. Uh, I'm, I'm not mostly Norse. I am some Norwegian. Got uh, it. I'm very Irish. Mm-hmm. I'm very, uh, very Norwegian, very Irish, very French. Um, so you actually, I'm going to put on my history hat for a second here. You are actually Norse, if that's the case. Because that whole system of places in the early Middle Ages was one economic uh, system with one kind of, uh, they, were, they were different groups of people, but essentially a monoculture. Sure. Of um, Vikings. Oh, well, I'm for sure Viking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yes. But can I get real nerdy? And maybe this will get cut out of the podcast, but it's crazy. I'm keeping it in. Okay. So my, uh, my mom's side is, um, part, uh, uh, like, uh, from Amsterdam, like Netherlands area. Dutch. Dutch. Thank you. (laughs) And they were part of the group (laughs) that came to New York and founded New York city. Whoa. Like new Amsterdam. Yes. Yes. And so I, uh, it's like Anthony von Jeselnik is like my ancestor that came over and I was like, <laughs> famous comedian, Anthony von Jeselnik. <laughs> I don't know. Anthony, Anthony von Jusen. It's like something like very like uh, specific. It's not Anthony Jeselnik, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it doesn't matter. So he came over he had and really I was like, ribbled <laughs> comedy. He was trying to, he got kicked out of the old country for pushing the limits and the, <laughs> of what people were willing to listen to. Um, but, um, 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 so it's, he's very accessible on websites cause there are like books written about him. And, uh, my, my great uncle's very into this. So it's like, it is confirmed. This guy is like, sure. my, like 10th great grandfather, 14th great grandfather, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's see who his, let's just look on his Wikipedia. Like I'm bored. Let's just look on the Wikipedia. His dad was a pirate king. What? Yeah. I'm descended from a freaking pirate king. Where's your inheritance? So, so here's how this shit went down. This is so crazy. Uh-huh. This this dude, who's my 16th great-grandfather, whatever, sure. was from Dutch. Holland. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was kidnapped by pirates. He was like a traitor. He was kidnapped by pirates. While he's kidnapped, he somehow is like, yo, what if I'm your president? And they said, okay. He's uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts from The Princess Bride. Yeah. So then he became their president and was like cruising around wrecking havoc, <laughs> like destroying it, like being like a bad, like an objectively bad dude. So he went to this and he would like go and he would like um, go to like meetings on behalf of the pirates and everyone would be like, aren't you uh, Moorish pirates? And oh, everyone interesting. would be like, aren't you like a Dutch trader? And he's like, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so he went to this battle and the Dutch police, the army, I don't know, found his daughter and his 
his wife, his Dutch wife, and brought them to the battle. And they were like, hey, dude, do you miss them? Do you want to do you want to come back to them? And he's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> he won the battle. He went back to the Moorish, the, the Moors? Yeah, that's a, yeah, a medieval name for Muslims. Yeah. And he went back to wherever <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. He, North Africa. He uh, allegedly married a princess uh-huh. who is my 16th great grandmother. Uh-huh. They had a son, Anthony, who came and uh, was the first openly Muslim person in the U.S. Wow. Uh, on record, who is my ancestor. That's amazing. Yeah, it's super cool. And uh, so then his daughter, decades later, travels to find him. <laughs> and she, there, there's like books written about this. Her whole plan was she was going to give a speech to him and be like, now that you're penniless and sad in your old age, aren't you so ashamed of what you did? She went, he is covered in silks, <laughs> piles of money. Gorgeous women, these like hot sons all around. And she shows up and was like, Aren't you sad? And he's like, I regret nothing. <laughs> he's like, This all worked out for me. So then Anthony, his son, comes to America, is the first Muslim person in America, uh, marries the first prostitute in America, who's my 15th great grandmother. He's my great grandfather. There were 16 crimes in New Amsterdam. He did 12 of them. Because <laughs> he would stand at the shore with a gun and shoot at slave ships to say, like, go away. We don't want you here. And so they were like, you have to leave. And so, um, but, but she was pregnant. And so they made them move to what became Brooklyn. And he, like, founded Brooklyn. That's crazy. Isn't that so crazy? And she's known as like the Carrie Bradshaw of like colonial New York is like literally what books call her because she would measure guys' penises with a broomstick. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's like, it's like batshit. And then they had three kids. And then one of the kids uh, is Jackie Kennedy's line. That's crazy. And I'm the other one. <laughs> I'm the trash one. Yeah. I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> okay. Good night. <laughs> Can we pull off the highway? Sure. Sure. And spend a night in the Haku Hotel. <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, this is a segment where we read. We'll get into this in a second. Do you remember when we heard the song Highway to Hell together? And I was like, isn't it funny that this is similar to Haiku Hotel? And you were like, that's the that's joke. The, that's the point of it. <laughs> So Haiku Hotel is a very funny pun about uh, <laughs> going uh, where we go onto Craigslist, objectively the worst site on the internet, Yes. to the Haiku Hotel section of it, which is objectively the best the place best. in the internet. So there is a section of Craigslist where people, people put haikus that they wrote every day, and there are challenges... And they write haikus about the challenges. And let me be clear. When we say haiku, it, they are just meaning short poem. Short poem. <laughs> it is not following the 575 structure. Not at all. But uh, we say this. We invite you to go look at it. But please leave them alone. Yes, this is a beautiful <laughs> ecosystem. If this is your bag, go then like, join. this is your bag, baby. And we love it. And send us your haikus it. and we'll read it. And yeah. we will love it. Yes, but 
Do not troll them. Do not troll them. This is a delicate ecosystem that if you bring in an invasive species, it will destroy it. Oh, God. It makes me so happy whenever you're on the train or in public, you could look around and you could be surrounded by haiku writers. So the theme that we're going to be talking about is a recent theme here that was done on Haiku Hotel that is rays, like R-A-Y-S, like a manta ray or a sun ray or a Ray Donovan. Any oh, one of I those hope th- they're all about Ray Donovan. Early morning light, sunny rays brilliantly baked, raisin muffin tops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because sunny rays is like the, it's the kind of raisin brand. It's sun made or whatever. Well, mermaid oh, or what? It's a pun. It's a pun. They're being clever. Ah! Do you like raisins? No, not particularly. Yeah, raisins are garbage chocolate chips. <laughs> that, I, I and I like- will stand by this. An oatmeal raisin cookie can be good. No, but I like it. Nothing, nothing with raisins is inherently is it, is it inherently better if you subbed in chocolate chips. Sure, sure, sure. But like, I okay. So I would never just be like, can we just dive our fist into this bag full of raisins and eat? Yeah, right. But I do like a cinnamon raisin cookie. It feels like autumn to me. Sure. But what about a cinnamon chocolate cookie? What about... Now that we've kind of mentioned the raisins. <laughs> what if, like, honestly, think about a cool band of jazz players, the California Chocolate Chips. <laughs> <laughs> Versus their friends, the California, California Raisins. That's for old people. <laughs> no, chocolate chips Can are for the you, teens. And maybe we've talked about this in the podcast. I don't care. We're going to talk about it again. Can you believe that we lived in a society, Josh... Where briefly the California Raisins had their own Christmas special. Oh, yeah. No, we've talked about this. And I still can't believe it. (laughs) So I think the thing that impresses me most about Haiku Hotel is that it is a real community of critique. Like, it goes through the same kind of steps that a, you know, going to art school would allow for. Like like artistic critique. Yeah. So I want to read two different. Uh, poems here that are on the same kind of theme. Um, so first off is one that is at 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 is the name of it. Okay. It is. Why does it take four ray gun remotes just to watch Judge Judy? Now they are really forcing in that ray gun part. Yeah, exactly. Because someone's got too complicated of a home theater system. Yes, and I feel like they were like, gotta get Ray in here, gotta get Ray in here, ray gun remotes. I love that. Yeah. And someone else was like, that's brilliant, but I think I can do it better. So there's a response to this one, which is open parentheses, open parentheses, open parentheses, open parentheses, which is remote ray gun on the coffee table. I count to for the times Judge Judy is on. Wonderful. So really just like variations on a theme. And that theme is Judge Judy. And ray guns. <laughs> ray gun. They were like, no, the ray gun is still the yeah, part the thing we that, leave in. The piece that speaks to me <laughs> is that a remote is a ray gun. I think from now on, I'm really only interested in art that is somehow related to Judge Judy. Yeah. And every time I change the channel, I'm going to go pew, pew, <laughs> pew. Pew, 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 pew. Paula, I'd like to play a fun game. We're playing Scrabble. <laughs> yes, it's a very visual Everyone medium. Sit around. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna say the words. Yes, yes. That we're putting down. Um, no, we're gonna play a game. 
uh, that's going to take us back to middle school science. Okay. So remember in middle school science where you first learned about genetics in mm-hmm. biology or something like that. And I mean, people did. I didn't pay attention. <laughs> sure. Sure. And you learned about Punnett squares yes. and Gregor Mendel and a uh, single genetic variant mutations. Jesus. Yes. Um, so things where it's just one or the other and it's based off a single gene mm-hmm. and you went around the room and you're like, I have detached earlobes or I have attached earlobes. I'd like us to go through this list. Oh, great. And, and the do listeners this together. play along. Yeah, play along. And we'd like to know, uh, maybe this will be our bracket for this week. We'll <laughs> find out. How many people have these <laughs> genetic traits? Or just like, we'd like to know, uh, we're connecting genetic research. We're collecting genetic research on our demographics of listeners. <laughs> so if you want to <laughs> We will report in. this to the Amazon demigods. Yes. So we are on a website that looks like it was made uh, when genes were discovered. <laughs> Um, but we're going to go through the phenotypes. Yes. All right. Paula, can you t- roll your tongue? No. Can you? I, I can. Let me see. Oh, you can. I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> you can <laughs> roll your R's. <laughs> um, that's not on here, but I'm proud of you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, do you have a widow's peak in no. your hair? I don't either. You don't either. I have the, I mean, I'm slowly losing hair but i don't have a widow's peak do i have one it looks like you have a tiny one. Oh, i just draw that in every morning oh uh, got it got it got it okay got so it. widow's peak is one yep um wet earwax what wet versus dry that's a thing i don't know mine's dry it comes it's like flaky i think wet earwax is wet <laughs> that's the grossest sentence i've ever heard <laughs> Ear wax is wet. Ear <laughs> wax is wet. It's dry. Okay. Um, interesting. Okay. Um, do you have a hitchhiker's thumb? It oh. bends back at a 90 yes, degree angle. I have a, I interesting. Have mega, yeah. Have mega oh mega my God. Mega. Your thumbs look like they're in the matrix. Yes. Dodging a bullet. Yes. Mine are not at all. Oh, how interesting. They're pretty straight. Okay. Um, okay. A chin fisher. Audience, do you have chin fisher? <laughs> yeah. Like they say, the example is like here is chin? like actor Michael Douglas. <laughs> Fudge is a chin fisher. It's the like little, it's like the nub in the middle of your t- chin. Oh, a cleft chin. Yeah, like a cleft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that God, it looks like your chin so looks like hot. a butt. All those people are so hot. Uh, no, I don't have one. I don't either. S. methylosocyster detection. If you can smell asparagus odor in urine. Yeah, so this is a cool one. So uh, I started eating asparagus because my mom was like, you know, it'll make your pee smell. And I was like, ew. I was like, I want to do this. But what's interesting is that it's not that it, because some people can't smell it. Like, can you smell asparagus pee? No. Paula? Interesting. I have none of these fun ones. So what's interesting about that is that it's not that asparagus only smells for certain people's pee. It's that only certain people can smell the asparagus pee and all asparagus pee smells. That's so weird. Yeah. What about big toe? Is your big toe shorter than your second one? This is a dominant trait. No, but just barely. My third toe is biggest. Weird. <gasps> Weird. You're a mutant. I'm a little mutant. Um, my big toe is enormous, which is why my mom knew that she that I was besides giving birth to me. My mom and I both have like enormous big toe. <laughs> Tiny other toes. <laughs> she was like few. Few. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the baby I pushed out is mine. <laughs> Oh, I have a very fun game for us, Paula. What if you just said the exact same game we just played and I had to be like, 
Ernie's and Bert's, what do we do? <laughs> Ernie's and Bert's, just play along. Okay, just play along. <laughs> so I know you bring a lot of like party games to this podcast, like Alien Zoo. Yeah, and, it's mostly and Alien Mash Zoo. It's mostly Alien Zoo. Would you rather? I wait to force that into this uh, game later. And Mary Intercourse Kill. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a game which is called Bad X Men. <laughs> so the whole idea of X Men is that. Genetic mutations happen and they give us superpowers. That's the whole premise behind the X-Men. And then, you know, there's the whole, like, what does that mean for society kind of larger arc. But the the, the mechanic of the superhero world in X-Men is that there are genetic mutations that... They're mutant freaks. Yeah, but in a good way. Yeah, they're mutant freaks. Lock them up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Am I a villain? (laughs) You're a supervillain. But there's kind of like different levels of X-Men, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea of like you can control weather or like you can shoot lasers out of your eyes is like a mutation. I like to think of if you were an X-Men, but you had the lowest level of power, <laughs> what would you like to have? Like what's the most useless mutation superpower you would like to have? So like you're blue and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks, dude. <laughs> Um, ooh, okay, what would be yours? Um, I have an answer to this. I, I have two that I really like. Okay, give me your two. Okay. One is you can breathe underwater, but only for as long as you can also hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, a very good one. Um, and my second one is you can look at anyone and immediately know their middle name. <laughs> So it's not very useful for people who go by their middle name. Yeah, it's only in that scenario is it useful. But like you don't know their names off the bat <laughs> otherwise. But they can look at you and be like, oh, your middle name is this, which is just really creepy <laughs> and completely not very useful. Very creepy. Very weird. Like maybe useful if you're trying to get into someone's like, what's your mother's maiden name yes. kind of security question, yes. but otherwise not useful. Um, what about one where uh, you... You knew no matter what, just by looking at someone, uh, what they wore yesterday. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, that's I creepy. like that. That's Super creepy. creepy. Cause then you could be like, you wore that yesterday. Yes, yes. What if you could change your hair color, but only by one box number? So like when you dye your hair from a box, it's just like slightly darker or slightly lighter. Mm-hmm. And you could just vary between those three. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> your teeth are slightly longer. <laughs> <laughs> everything tastes like cilantro (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like the idea of like two foods are swapped and that's it (laughs) so like pop tart flavors (laughs) yeah it's just like like lemon and lime are swapped for you (laughs) they're both used in the same way I love ones that are kind of annoying. Yeah, right. Like, like, more of a, your mutation is a mild inconvenience. <laughs> like, this it. sucks. Why do I have to be an X-Men? Why do I have to pay the X-Men dues every yeah, year? Yeah, right. I still, I also like the idea that, like, you get into the X-Men Academy. Mm-hmm. There's a school they go to? Yeah, there's a school they go to. And, like, everyone thinks you've got more mutation than you do. Yeah. Like, let's say you're blue. Yeah. And that's it. You're just blue. And they're like, oh, clearly... He's a mutant who needs to go to this like gifted children's school for yes. Professor X's gifted children. Sure. 
Um, <laughs> Professor X is daddy. Yeah, daddy X. <laughs> daddy, daddy X. And every quarter you go in for your like report card and they're like, any new mutations this quarter? And you're like, uh, yeah, yeah, I can um chop onions really fast. <laughs> and you're, you're just building just skills. as a person. <laughs> but you, you have to meet the bar of like... I, I, I'm enough of a mutant to stay. Uh, Otherwise, I, I, I cannot go back to public school. They cannot. Please don't send me. They keep calling me blue boy. Now, do you have to pay tuition for Dr. X's school? Now, I don't know if they've gotten into this, and I don't really know comic books all that well. But all if right. some of our comic book friends want to get into the economics of whether, like, disenfranchised mutants were allowed to go there. Yeah, this really seems like a, a school for the upper echelon of mutants. Yeah. You know, I, and maybe, like, a few exceptional students who needed more financial aid but it doesn't seem fair yeah i think i think professor x is like british nobility but i could be totally i mean like imagine being the development officer for the (laughs) professor x's school of gifted children and just being like there's a mutant on every street corner and you've never seen him before (laughs) like please give so this is john f kennedy yeah john f kennedy well famously funded the school for for gifted children so josh we've kind of hit the the gene the denim genes we've hit the genetic genes but you know what we're missing what people named gene <laughs> people named gene do you know anybody named gene uh famous criminal jean valjean <laughs> He's Gene Jean, twice. Jean, Jean, Jean Van Jean. Jean Van Jean. <laughs> yeah. uh, Gene Simmons, mm-hmm. who I don't know a thing about. I'll tell you what. Gene Simmons could punch this room open right now, <laughs> screaming, I'm Gene Simmons. I'm Gene Simmons. And I'd go, I don't recognize you. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think I could figure it out if he's screaming his own name. <laughs> like the Kool-Aid man. Kool-Aid man doesn't scream his own name. <laughs> no, he doesn't at all. Somebody that screams. He's not like, Psh, Kool-Aid man. <laughs> That'd be so terrifying. What if his name is Oh Yeah? <laughs> He's just constantly yelling it like uh, DJ Khaled style. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. We the best fruit drink. <laughs> oh yeah. Teens just loved that joke. <laughs> um, I I do love that we live in a society where it's acceptable in your music to just yell your own name. <laughs> yeah, right. Pitbull does it a lot too, right? Yeah. Doesn't he, he go? Does. Mr. Worldwide. That's not even his name, though. It's his nickname. Do you know how old Pitbull is? It's his nom de plume. Do you know how old Pitbull is? Probably like 55. 72. (laughs) For a second, you just believe me. Wait, now we have to look up Pitbull age. Everybody make your guesses. Everybody close your eyes. Now open your eyes. (laughs) Scream into your phone how old you think Pitbull is. All right. It's shocking the other way. Pitbull's only 38. But he's 200 and something else in dog years. Doesn't that seem way younger than you thought Pitbull was? <laughs> this is a new game I'm going to play at parties called How Old, How old do you Is think Pitbull? Pitbull is? 38. I think I maybe had him confused with Howie Mandel, <laughs> 63. Oh, you just have, you have bald face blindness? <laughs> Every bald well, person. They both yell their name a lot. Howie Mandel host dealer no deal. <laughs> that's a Howie. <laughs> I think that's gonna do it for I us. Think that's gonna do it. Uh, and we didn't even talk about Canadian tuxedos. I'm wearing one. <laughs> um, 
as we do every week, we're going to end with our favorite segment, our weekly segment, Earnest Moment of the Week. Matwa. So this is a segment where every week we ask our wonderful listeners to send in a very earnest thing that happened to them or that they witnessed or that they were a part of that week. Um, and uh, so if you have one, we would love to see it. You can find us everywhere on all the social media at at being earnest pod uh, or at being earnest pod at gmail.com or you can just reach out to Josh and me individually. Yeah. Or we'll go to keep be- it from each other or go to being earnest which is another great website where you can find all the episodes. <laughs> That's a good homepage for you. Uh, you can get your uh, Uncle Chainsaw calendar on your Google Cal, and you can check out our new sampler, which we just released somewhat recently. Uh, you can check that out, and you can email us when you go to the contact page. Um, we have a really good one this week. It is from our dear friend Jared. Wonderful. Are you ready? Hi, it's Jared. Really Hi, Jared. Jared writes, we started our after-school teen programming this week and asked them to confirm they received the email and submit their theme songs. One teen responded, I got it. I will be there. And I have two theme songs, which are How You Remind Me by Nickelback and or What Baking Can Do from Waitress. <laughs> Jared writes, this is the only time in recent memory, parentheses, ever, Someone has brought up Nickelback unironically, and then as the song that defines them, <laughs> and then if the pairing of Nickelback and Broadway musical waitress isn't the most beautiful depiction of a high school theater kid, I don't know what is. That's so I pure and so beautiful. Two great theme songs. Josh, what would your theme song be? Oh, like my theme song for right now, like yes. going into the new year? Yes. The new year. Well, new academic year. Yes. I've been listening to a lot of Lizzo, but I think that's too charitable of myself. Like, I don't think I have enough self-confidence to choose Lizzo. Like, Lizzo knows she's great and she's awesome and loves herself. And I don't know that I'm in that boat yet. Josh comes walking into <laughs> <Yeah>. juice. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Um, I think it's probably like, honestly, it's probably a Carly Rae Jepsen song. God, I love Carly Rae Jepsen. She's so good. She's so good. She's um, so good. Yeah, probably a Carly Rae Jepsen song. I'm you not sure Carly which one. Carly Rae Jepsen? Yeah. Huh. What would yours be? Mine's a Being Earnest theme song. Oh, wow. Written by our dear friend, Dylan Dutch. You can find him at Dylan Dutch <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, and you, our logo was made by Ryan Cruz. <laughs> She's at RB Cruiser on Instagram. Both are great follows. And until next week, live every day. Like you're a Dutch trader who can take over a pirate ship and become the pirate king of the king of the Atlantic. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. See you next week. See you next week. Why not be?